Hey everybody, welcome to episode 48, Marking Your Books. I know this is an odd title. I know I'm going to make some people really mad. It's controversial, but it has so many merits. Let me give a little background. I will always remember going to a garage sale, I think it was in 95, 96, and picking up the second edition campaign setting book for Forgotten Realms. Didn't open it. It was in like a, almost like a comic book wrapper, getting it home, opening it, and it's full of notes of the original owner. Hey, I kind of think there might've been more than one, but, but before people get mad, let me explain with our topics. As a warning, adult content might be in this show. A lot of this is free form. Swearing happens. And if that offends you, or you have little ones around, or I don't know, whatever it may be, don't play this in that atmosphere. Other than that, fucking enjoy. So our topics today are blasphemy, garage sale, why I do it, cost of doing it, journaling, and of course, we'll break down our tips and tricks and go into our closing. Let's get this started. So blasphemy. Before I get drawn and quartered and flambayed by Brett from Gaming and BS, I want to talk about while writing in my gaming books does not bother me like writing in some of my novels and, and, and things along that. Sure, some books are collector's editions that come out for tabletop games. And if I think that's going to be a collector's edition, I'm obviously not going to write in it. Leatherbound book looks really good. Rare Cthulhu. Yeah, maybe I'll put my name in it. Maybe not. But I don't sell my books really frequently. You know, troubled times, maybe I've sold a few. Um, Loss of job, things like that. But I don't sell them normally. I don't use them as a source of income. And I think that is where my mindset started to change. That these were pieces that I either kept. And if I did sell, I wasn't going to get a lot from them. Or I give them to somebody else to start playing. Or a new edition comes out. So while I know a lot of us have problems because it lowers the value that us writing in the books um, may not look great, the book is yours. I mean, it's your piece. And honestly, throughout history, people have been doing this forever. If you've ever been to a museum, there's side notes and pieces of writing. If you ever looked at someone's you know, Bible or, or Holy Scripture, there's a lot of people who write in the margins as notes to themselves, almost like journaling in the moment. On, on what they're reading. I know a lot of people worry my writing is bad. Yeah, well, the writing is for you. You can read your own writing. Who's going to be embarrassed by that? If someone picks up your book and goes, why is there notes in it? You simply say, they're for me, fucker. Why do you care? I wrote these notes so that I can be better at what I do. And they remind me of what I'm doing. And I think this is really pertinent when you get into adventures, even more than core rule books. But that's just, the blasphemy part. I know you all think it's a bad idea, or a lot of you do, but you don't have to write in your books. There are other ways. So now that we got the blasphemy out of the way, I want to talk about the garage sale. This was a pivotal moment. I just looked at my book too. It was in 95. I picked this book up in a garage sale. And I always year date the book that I pick things up, even if I get them used. I always put them in there, put my signature because they're mine. And, you know, I used to hang out at game stores all the time before COVID and you had the ability to, you know, share your books around, but you want to make sure you got yours back. So I started that. But the garage sale was crazy. I was, it was summer. Uh, I had just gotten off work. 
Um, I was driving down the road and I saw a bunch of people outside of a person's house. And this is, I want to say it was in the country at the time. Yeah, it was in the country. Um, but I noticed that they had a TSR standee outside, which I thought was really weird. Like the old dragon. It's like, man, this guy must work for a bookstore or something. So sure enough, I go through and start looking through all their stuff. And they had a whole bunch of old first edition, second edition pieces. A lot of it I had, but not everything. I mean, now looking back, God, I wish I would have bought it all. But I picked up some pieces there. Um, and this second edition, I've always wanted the Forgotten Realms campaign setting. I was going to run it, but I've been running my own stuff forever. And I get it and I open it up when I get home. And it was wrapped in cellophane, almost like um, like the old comic book packaging. And inside, there are just sheets of loose leaf paper, um, post-it notes. There's tape in areas, things written over numerous times. On top of that, if you don't know, it was almost like a gazetteer. The old Forgotten Realms book really gave you kind of like a running of the realms and walked you through everything. It was really cool. And I was like, wow, I want to do this. And it's, it was like a hundred and something page book. And I was like, I really would love to do this. Well, he did more. He put the writings in that were personal for him running the game. I don't know why he sold the copy. What happened? I, I'll never know. But man, that was awesome. I got to see somebody else's thoughts on a setting instead of just the authors themselves. A grand tour. And I got to say, thank you, Randall, for selling this book. Because without you, I don't know if I would have became the D&D fan and the tabletop RPG fan I am today. I sure shit wouldn't be recording this podcast. So with that out of the way, let's let's talk about why I do it as a player, as a GM. Why do I write in my books? Well, first of all, let me state I don't write in all of them. It's not like something I do in every one of them, but I can tell when I open a book up and specifically adventures, and I really want to take notes on how it's going to happen. I write in it. I highlight it because they don't write adventures in a way that makes sense to everybody. And I'm a big fan of putting icons in that show there's a trap here. There's a treasure here. Remember to level your players. Those moments are really important, yet they don't really key them up in a way that is easy to see on glance. You read through an adventure the first time and you go, well, I read it. We're good. And then you go to run it and you don't remember where everything is. You got to highlight and you got to bookmark and get things ready to go. And for core rule books, I do the same thing. When a new book comes out, I mark things that I like. And then if I notice something didn't work in a game and I'm like, I'll always remember that this didn't work. Well, it doesn't. You don't remember. So I mark it in the book. I write it down. I write in the margins. I write over artwork. I write on side panels. And I feel that those, those notes for me when I'm flipping through, half the time I don't even have to read the notes. I just know when I wrote it. There's something to be said about when you write, you remember. And it's true. It really does you know, sing out when I'm looking through these books. Also, it lets me inject my style into the piece. If I'm running a game, um, you can be running it like that writer wrote it. But unless their notes are really good on it, a lot of times you're running it in your style. The way one person would run Ravenloft is not the same way I would run Ravenloft. The same way that 
you know, somebody runs a horror piece is going to be different than me. High fantasy is not going to be the same. And then when you look at things like campaign settings from different companies over the years, from Shadowrun to Cyberpunk to Forgotten Realms to Planescapes to all of those things, I grew up running Greyhawk, and I guarantee the guy to my left or girl to my left and right did not run it the same. So this is why I put notes in things, to personalize it, to remind myself, to make notes so that I am staying true to how I want to run the game. And... Maybe how I want to run it in the future. Okay. Cost. Whew. Buying new books all the time when you're in this hobby is pricey. And sometimes, you know, if you're playing a game and you're only going to buy Shadowrun once, you may not want to buy another copy to write in. Because that's what I do. If I get a book that I'm like, you know, I need notes for this. I'll pick up myself another copy. Specifically, I'll try to find a used one. Because I'm going to write in it anyway. But you don't have to do that. It is so easy to write in PDFs nowadays that you could do it that way. I don't think that the memory of writing it is as profound, but you can do that. A book isn't that expensive, though. You can get, for example, 5e player handbooks pretty cheap. And as for adventures, unless you are really in the, the market for selling it, you need to separate the fantasy from reality and know that that is yours and you're the one running it. You may run it more than once over the years if it's your favorite, but why wouldn't you put your notes in it? That means that you know what you did last time you ran the game. Or when you sit down, you are ready. If you're studying in school or if you were studying now in college, you would mark up what you're studying to help you remember what you have. We've all taken those classes at some point in time or had a teacher talk to us about how to highlight, what to do, what's important, how to identify what's important. I guarantee in your hobby, the thing you're doing, you know how to identify what's important to you. So all you need is a book, some colored pens, Maybe one of those three-color clicky pens. Those are cheap. Go to the dollar store. Post-it notes or stickies if you want something bigger to write, and it may change, but you don't want to mark your book. And then you need time. Take time with your book and mark in it. I also recommend, if you're doing this, maybe getting some tabs for your book, and not the ones that stick out. I like the metal flat note tabs you can get, or uh, even stickers, round stickers that can stick over the edge and color code it. Super awesome, great way, and it's cost-effective. So the biggest cost isn't the book. It's your time, but you're already spending it anyway. Normally I do some smart bumper about magic and monsters, marks of men, but instead I want to talk about what I've been up to. I have been up to a lot. And the thing I want to talk about is Eric Frankhouse presents on Twitch and YouTube. I'm making this ecosystem of content that I'm putting out and the podcast is part of that. But if you like what I do here and you want to see what I do in action, check out our Twitch. The first and third Tuesday of every month at 7.30 p.m. CST, we are doing a live show of my favorite home setting, Athontia. It's a world of soul punk Victorian horror, and I think you'll like it. We're currently playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition, but I've done it for 5e as well. Come watch us, and if you do like it, or you're looking for other people to game with, join our Discord at Eric Frankhouse Presents. You can find it on the Twitch at the bottom, real easy to join. 
I hope you enjoy it. So journaling is uh, important. A lot of people talk about journaling and how they do it to keep their life on track. Journaling for gaming to me is equivalent to taking notes during the game. And for me, the aftermath, most of my notes come after a game, not during. I don't have time to take a lot of notes during. Maybe a new name, maybe a new magical, maybe something had happened. But those are literally trigger words to remind me to do the aftermath and actually take notes. So we talked about writing in books and journaling and taking notes in a book is very similar. Writing in the margins. There's a lot of space there. Use it up. Do two colors, maybe one for GM thoughts, one for rules colors. Maybe you have a third one that's for your campaign setting. Obviously, if you're writing, running your own or you run a pre-established one, maybe those notes are instead in the campaign book. Dragonlance is a great example of this. We miss you. Uh, but Dragonlance's novels had annotated things in the sides from the authors. And that was awesome, especially when they did the collection. But that's a really good reference to notes in the margin. Bonnie Cook Games is very good at putting notes in the margin for you. So much so that I don't have a lot of space to write my own. So sometimes I write over top of them. But indexing the pages for yourself is really important as well. Maybe there's an important piece that you always forget where it's at. Experience table, how to hand out money for higher level characters, whatever it may be. But taking these notes help you to never forget. And pick a style of how you journal or take your notes in this case. There's tons of pieces online that you can find. YouTube, there are skill shares on it. Fuck, I made a video on it in the past. You can still find somewhere online on my journaling. My big tip, though, for journaling, write on an angle. Yeah, that's right. Write the opposite, like on a, on a 45 or something along those lines, because you'll recognize that immediately as your own, especially if it's in another color. So tips and tricks. I only got two I'm going to share here because there's a lot of it just in general through here. You're going to find out on your own. But one, don't be afraid if you have to correct your own stuff. If you wrote something down later on, you don't think it's true anymore. Put a line through it so you can still read it to remind yourself. And then make that correction. Write it in the same spot or maybe use a post-it note. Don't use whiteout though. For fuck's sake, whiteout will ruin what you're doing. It makes the pages crinkle weird. Post-it notes are a great way to do it or just writing next to it. Cross it out in pencil, maybe a red color pencil and then write below it. I do recommend using ink over using pencil because it doesn't smudge then. And find yourself an ink pen that sticks. It doesn't smudge. You, I, I love fountain pens a lot as someone who loves to write, but oh God, that stuff's so hard to use in these books. Find a pen that works, a good gel that doesn't smear or even just classic Bic fine point indexing. I just had a great talk with uh, Adam from Order of the Amber Die, and indexing in books is just not as good as it should be. You can't click something, go through it even in PDFs. There are exceptions to these rules, but I'm not talking about the exception. I'm talking about the general. Index for yourself. In the back of the book where the index is, there's usually extra space somewhere, even the back cover. Write your index in there of important pieces you look up all the time. Have it be how perception, per, passive perception work. Maybe it's initiative. Maybe it's the rules on how XP cards work in Monty Cook games. You just forgot. Maybe you love that piece from Numenera that was how to really expand what a power can do through use of difficulties and spending extra powers. But you know what I'm talking about. There's always that little tidbit you find 
that isn't called out in an index. Shit, it might be gold. You might have something on gold, but it doesn't index how you hand out gold to a higher level thing. It's not there. It's under something else. Add it. Add it for yourself. Up that index. You'll you'll be so much happier in the end. So in closing, three weeks in a row, I'm so happy to be back with you guys. And there's so many things in just this topic that I think are huge. If you have tips and tricks, if you have things that you do, if you don't agree with me about writing in your books and you have a damn good reason why, or maybe you do, call into the show on anchor.fm. You can go to Eric Frankhouse Presents, click that messages and just call in. Or you can do it from the Anchor app. But if you really want to get in one-on-one conversation with myself and other cast members that are part of the Afantia live stream, join us on our Discord. The link is in the description. But that is it for me this week. A nice one that came up out of a conversation with a close friend from Order of the Amber Die. Also with the new stuff Matt Coville has coming out. I think this falls right in between. And it's a good time for people, especially those new people in gaming, or maybe even people who are veterans, to try something that shakes it up and takes you out of your show. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast being back. Don't forget November 3rd, 7.30 p.m. CST. We have our live show for Eric Frankhouse Presents on Twitch. And if you follow me, you'll see me everywhere. Enjoy and remember, watch, listen, learn. Be a better gamer.